So last week was spring break, and uh, I did not bring an episode of the Alameda Experience to you. I was taking a break. And uh, it's funny because I don't remember this happening in the past when I've taken time off, like actual vacation time off, time off where I wasn't doing something dental. And frankly, I don't take that much time off that isn't like a meeting or a class or something like that, which is pathetic because my family deserves better. And I think to to some extent, having a break from actual dental stuff with Facebook and social media and podcasting, I mean, it's almost impossible at this point, but like, like going out of your way to not be doing dental continuing education or just dental stuff is harder now than it ever has been for me. But so last week was spring break and uh, I took the week off. My wife and I literally did not have, we didn't make plans till the last second. And our plans were originally to, uh, on the Tuesday of spring break, actually we had soccer started on Monday, so we're not going to miss that. And I actually went in and saw patients for like two hours in the morning on Tuesday. And so we were going to drive up north. My parents have a cottage up north. So we thought, okay, we'll go up north. And, and literally the weather report was for big time snow. And as we were looking at the weather report, <laughs> it was getting worse and worse. So we pivoted. Instead of going up north, we went south. We uh, we basically booked um, rooms at the Holiday Inn. Uh, in one, the first night in Grand Rapids, the next two nights in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So we stayed, you know, we drove a couple hours away. We essentially did a staycation and, um, it turned out the, where we were going to go to the cottage, there's like 13 inches of snow. It was like the worst traveling conditions ever. So that was actually the right move. We did well on that deal. Um, so we went South and a couple things that I found first, um, children's museums are the real deal. I haven't spent a lot of time in children's museums, but very fond of them. Um, they really make like they're enjoyable for both kids and adults. We did one in Grand Rapids, um, and then we did one. The it's called the Hands On Museum in Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, and they were amazing. They were great. They were um, the 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 Grand Rapids one was not real scientific. It was not. It was just more cool hands on stuff. It was not. Uh, it was not in your face scientific where the, the hands-on museum made a point of, of like explaining a little bit more about what the science behind what they're, but in both cases, they were very into, you know, kids playing with stuff, kids getting into stuff. It was not, it was not observed from a distance or read a little plaque at the bottom of this painting. It was basically getting into it. And when you got two little boys, I mean, it was great. They were totally into it and it was fun. I've never done that before. Um, and you know, my oldest is 10 and my youngest is eight, and I haven't done that, which makes me kind of a bad person, I think. But if you got kids and you're looking for something to do to keep them busy, that's a great thing. Um, interestingly, it was spring break in Grand Rapids while we were in there, so the place was jammed. It was just crazy, but it was, it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, no snow in either in either Grand Rapids or Ann Arbor when we were there, so we totally avoided the weather. As, as it turns out, like I said, they got 13 inches up north, so we made the right choice on that. But we also found out when you have two little boys – you spring break, um, you could take them to Disney World. You could take them to the Bahamas. You could take them to, uh, you know, Hawaii. But honestly, three nights in a Holiday Inn with a pool was essentially as <laughs> as good as that. My 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 kids just loved to play in the pool, and we had a great time. We spent hours in the Holiday Inn pool, and it was you know it was just part of the deal. So I feel a little bit brilliant on that part. Like I we've come to realize it. It wasn't even a water park or anything. There was nothing. It wasn't like water slides or anything. It was just a pool, and it's all it took. 
So in some ways, you know, we saved saved a lot on the trip to Disney World because my kids still look back on their spring break like it was the greatest thing ever because we had a pool at the Holiday Inn and we went to some museums. So we, we did well with that. And honestly, I loved just just like having a bunch of uh, – it's really funny. Al Franken, the uh, shamed senator from Minnesota – uh, he, I used to read, he, he wrote books in the nineties. Very funny. He's a funny guy. And he was talking about how people always talk about having quality time with your children. And he, he turned around and says quality time's fine, but sometimes there's nothing better than just like big fat quantity time where you're just kind of like hanging out and doing whatever it isn't. It isn't that you've gone to the best museum in the world, but it's that you're actually just hanging out at the pool with your kids and just being there. And it was great. That's what spring break was for me in taking that much time off from you know uh, not working and like that's it's been a while since i've taken that much time where we just did nothing and it was great and really the weekend before i had to go back to work i could i was not ready to go back so yesterday monday and today i would say i i have a spring break hangover to be sure like i don't remember a time where i wasn't like hey you know what i feel energized i'm ready to go back to work I definitely was not feeling that this time. I kind of was like, yeah, I could spend another couple weeks off probably here. And and I'm in a way it's good cuz that means, you know, I'm I uh I really enjoyed hanging out with my kids. I enjoyed hanging out with my wife. Um it was great. So spring break was awesome. I have a spring break hangover from this year fact that I I did not really want to go back to work. And it's funny, I as I've told you before, I actually like work. I like I like the people that I work with. I love my patients. I mean, there's a few patients that'll drive you crazy. Most of the, most of them though really are likable. They're regular folks that I really enjoy. So I can't really argue about it being a horrible place. It's just, you know, it's nice to get away. So we definitely did that. We had a great spring break and thus I did not bring you a show. And I've kind of procrastinated on getting content together for the Allen Mead experience. So I have to, I have to be honest with you. This is the night before I'm releasing and I've kind of just got this stream of consciousness thing going, but I definitely, for the first time, after taking a bunch of time off, I actually was, yeah, I could have stayed away for a lot longer. Typically, I'm ready to go back, but this time I really, I really was okay. It would have been okay staying away, but work was good too. So every, everything's okay. Um, but there you have it. I've come to realize that spring break was all right. Now, the other thing I need to talk about is what is it about me that I don't take the time off in advance? And everyone's like, oh, you have to do that. And it's true because last minute means you don't, even if you get the time off, you don't plan it very well. But this year we actually have we've taken um, we're taking the week of the Fourth of July off and we got it we got a camper back in October that literally we've not used at all <laughs> it was winterized in October we bought it I mean the story is we bought it at the end of the season so you get a discounted deal but yeah it's great you buy it and then you you winterize the thing and it just sits in your yard or or the parking lot of the place for six months before we use it we have not used it yet um, it's I'm looking forward to it I think it's gonna be great I I. I'm a camping person. We didn't do a ton when I was a kid, but I really got into backpacking in college and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. And we actually took a week off for the 4th of July. We normally go up to our cottage. Uh, and this year, no one's going to be like, my family's not going up. And actually, we got a, a, a camping, camping plot at a state park on Lake Michigan with a bunch of my wife's friends uh, who do this on a regular basis. So we're actually going to for sure camp. We're going to try and go to Cedar Point with the camper sometime, which is the in Ohio at the the great big amusement park with um, roller coasters. As an aside, my 10-year-old, uh, literally when he was like six or seven, he was a pretty tall kid, he's been a hardcore roller coaster rider. This is one with autism, hardcore roller coaster rider since he was six. 
like riding all the coasters he was tall enough to ride when he was freaking six years old. It's hilarious. He's a coaster machine. I love it. And uh, I, I like roller coasters. I'm not, I'm not as crazy about him as he is, but I'm happy to ride him because my wife doesn't like it. And my little guy is not into it yet. So it's interesting. Sean is definitely the roller coaster dude. So uh, looking forward to that. So we actually took a week off in July. And then we actually took the week of Christmas off, like between Christmas and New Year's, which I never take off. Uh, we took it off this year. So it's, I actually have planned this for as many, for as much as I've said, oh, geez, I, I never take the time off. We actually have planned time off. So I kind of don't even know what to do with myself. And now I've got this thing going, yeah, now that I'm taking time off, I've come to realize I, I don't like going back now because I'm enjoying the family thing. All these things are great. I mean, it's great that it could be worse, right? I could hate hanging out with my family and just want to stay at work on the grind. And I'm not like that. So that's good. But so this is like the first year I've actually planned in advance where I took the time off. So it'll be an interesting experiment to see how that works out. Uh, at very least, we, I know I'll take the time off because we marked it off in advance. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I'd be interested to know, like this would be a good dis- discussion to have in the Alameda Experience Facebook group because I'd be interested to know how you guys deal with that. I know everyone sort of does it differently. Some people literally like the year before have it marked off on the calendar and they know they're going to do this. But that assumes that you've got a certain amount of planning in your blood, like you're good at planning stuff. As much as I like to know what's going on in advance, we do a lot of stuff by the seat of our pants in the Mead family. Um, the family, my, my, my wife's family of origin are way less planners than my family, way less planners. My sisters, my older sister, um, She's two years older than I am, and, and you know there's those people in the world that are Disney people, and they're Disney people as adults. This is crazy. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but um, she is a, an adult Disney person. It's the craziest thing ever, right? It's like um, she we, we went to Disney a couple times when I was kids, but it was a couple times when we were kids. and But I don't remember it being like this mind-altering, like my life was changed, and I wasn't that big of a Disney fan. We, we Great. You know, you go to Florida, you go to Disney World. Great. My sister like goes every year or multiple times a year. And my sister has gone just she and her husband to Disney World together, left the kids at home. So she's one of those Disney people, right? I don't even know when this happened. So, and the, But the one thing you can say about her is she plans way ahead. She's someone who could probably like have her own podcast about how to do Disney. And uh, so, I mean, my, my family of origin, we, we plan our vacations. And my wife's family of origin is like, seat of the pants so unfortunately that's kind of rubbed off on me and we have we've done less planning although this year like i said we actually planned ahead so i'm having a spring break hangover and the quality of this podcast uh is affected by that so for that i apologize a little bit of housekeeping i'm going to do here too first off i mentioned the alan meat experience um facebook group if you'd like to join, all I ask is you go to Facebook and you search for the Alan Mead Experience, ask for an invite, and you got to know that the password that we use to let you in is Premier. So you can't get in unless you give me the password. Uh, there's a few hundred people over there, a couple hundred people. It's good, good conversation, pretty safe place, pretty great stuff. Now, um, through the Dental Hacks podcast, I am actually helping BioClear put on a posterior BioClear posterior course in Tacoma at the BioClear Learning Center this summer. It's a couple months away. Uh, it's in Tacoma on June 1st and 2nd. Spots are limited, and they're going fast at this point. What's really cool about it is I'm going to be teaching it along with Dr. Jeon Kim, who's the uh, – she's, she's kind of second in command with Dr. David Clark. Dr. Clark's not going to be there, but it's going to be Dr. Kim and myself and a few other people helping teach this course – It'll be very laid back. You're going to walk out loving posterior composites. You're never going to, it's going to change your life. I'm going to show you all the BioClear method, and I'm going to be there to help. 
We're going to do some podcasting. We're definitely going to do some social time where we'll do dinner and, and we have a good time. It's going to be great. Uh, but the other cool thing about it is it's regular price, 3200 bucks, um, and there's not a discount on that for this course per se, except that you're going to walk away if you go to this course with over $1,000 of free swag. You get a BioClear HD posterior kit, like the intro kit, which is worth like 400 and some dollars. You get about $500 of 3M composite swag. And then there's a burr block. that It's like the brand new burr block that BioClear has put together with Premier Dental. Uh, you're going to walk out with that too. So you're like over a thousand dollars of free stuff when you sign up. Um, it's it's a great course. It's like sixteen hours of CE. Plus, you get to see me. We get to hang out. We're going to podcast together. My best friend Bart is going. One of my really good friends uh, from the podcast world. You know, Dr. Brent Young. He's going to be there. Uh, we're going to have a great time. And so I would love it if you would sign up. There's a few spots left. I would love to have you there. Um, if you if you're interested, you need to call Tanya uh, at BioClear. Uh, it's one eight five five seven one two five three two seven, or you can email her at Tanya T A N Y A at BioClearMatrix.com. Uh, there really are spots going kind of fast. Like it, it started out a little slow, but now the spots are filling up. There are only fourteen spots, and I think we have we might have uh, six, five left, maybe something like that. I, it depends. I, I haven't checked with her. We sold a couple spots today, so here's the deal: sign up if you're interested. Go check this out. We're gonna have a great time. Uh, I promise you will. It'll change the way you do posterior composites. This is something I do every single day. Huge fan of this stuff. So go check that out. So that's a little bit of housekeeping. And <clears throat> excuse me, I've thought about a lot of different things I wanted to talk about for this episode. I spent a lot of the time when I was driving thinking about things I would talk about. Um, so the spring break thing was definitely one of them. But I got a couple other things I want to talk about. So uh, let's sit back and do this. <laughs> dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. All right, so you know this podcast. I've been talking for 15 minutes already. So here we go. Couple things I was going to talk about for today is the first day that Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook was going to be in front of Congress being grilled by them. I, I have not listened to any of the testimony because I think it would be excruciating to say the truth. But I've been thinking a lot about Facebook. Um, I'm not Facebook does not bother me. In I have a love hate relationship with Facebook. I will say this: the idea that that I'm worried about the personal information that Facebook is giving away. Uh, that doesn't bother me at all because, you know, my policy with Facebook has always been if don't put it on Facebook unless you're okay with it being on the front page of the newspaper. And so if you run, if that's the rule you live by, it doesn't really matter. Um, the other thing is like the information that Facebook uh, is, you know, people are worried about Facebook giving away is information that you put up there, <laughs> you willingly put up there. You know, when you put photos of your kids up there, you put a phone number up there or or what have you, or if you allow Facebook to be your, your, uh, that's a crazy thing. You can actually let Facebook messenger be your, your, your text message client. And I never thought about it. I, I did that for a while. It was really irritating actually. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't keep the two separate. So then I stopped and I realized that Facebook just got all of my text messages. 
<laughs> and I gave them to them. I didn't think about it, but that's, they had access to all my text messages right there. So like all of this data that, that people are so freaked out about, you know, someone taking off of Facebook, you got to understand it was given freely by us to Facebook and, you know, we signed away our rights to it a long time ago. Now, did I read that thing? No, I didn't. So understand anything you put out there and then, you know, got away, whether it was stolen by Russian hackers or if it's just more than likely stolen by advertisers so they can throw ad, put ads in front of you that are going to interest you more than the average ad. That's what Facebook does. We're the product. So, and I've never had any, I never believed anything other than that. It was always kind of kind of comfortable with that it wasn't i don't like it per se but i also am like well you know that's sort of the price you pay when you're when you're in their their pond um so i have a love-hate relationship with facebook i have for a while for like a couple weeks i took facebook off my phone again and my tablet and it's healthier like my i'm less distracted by dumb things when i do that but like there's a part of me because Jason and I have the podcast and we have the Dental Hacks Nation and, and, and there's a lot of different groups that I interact with. There's a part of me that says, I, but Facebook sucks, sure, but I need to be on it. And like many people have challenged me when in, in I kind of say that I justify that. They're like, no, you don't. You don't need to be on it at all. You know, like life would go on if you were not on it. And that is true. Life would go on without it. I believe that I get, I take some benefit from Facebook. Um, Clearly, this, uh, for instance, we started the podcast. We didn't have the, the Dental Hacks Nation Facebook group at the time. But, I mean, one way to spread the word about a podcast is having a large social network on Facebook. And Because, I mean, that stuff can spread like crazy. Facebook has made it a lot harder to spread your message. That is frustrating. It used to be that I would put a like a, a blog post from my office's website up, and it would, it would go like, I'd put it up on Facebook, and it would just go like gangbusters. Now, you're lucky if whatever you put out there without boosting it, without paying pay, uh, Facebook to to boost it, you're lucky if it gets to two to three percent of the people that that uh, you're friends with or you're follow, you know that are following you. So that kind of sucks. They make it hard for you to to spread the word. It, it used to be quite a bit simpler to get your word out. Um, I still feel like it's a great way to organize uh, and and get your, get the word out for sure. But it's, it isn't, it isn't everything. And they're making it tougher and tougher for you to use Facebook in that way. They want to use you. I get it. All this stuff doesn't bother me, but I do feel like, like I am reading a lot of research that basically says Facebook is bad for us. It's like bad for our brains. And like, we're, we're less happy when we're on Facebook. And I kind of get that because Facebook is a perfect way for me to compare my insides with everyone else's outsides. And Basically, Facebook is it's super easy to put a lifestyle up on Facebook if 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 you're prone to do that, that is much better than real life for you. And, you know, basically you can let people think that your life is much more awesome than maybe it is or that you have this fantastic life. And it's part of it is that you want people to comment on it. Part of it is you want people to see that you're doing well and they in that shoot, I love putting pictures of my kids up there so then my family and friends can see what my kids are up to. I love that stuff. That's that's the good part about Facebook, but it's also bad. I mean, you can easily you can easily make it more about, hey, look at me, I'm doing awesome. So Facebook sucks in a lot of ways, but it's it's kind of there's a lot of good things too. I, I look at the Alan Mead experience and in, in, in that Facebook group is terrific. It's I I haven't seen the it's it's a close enough knit group of people where people can actually like 
put what they're really thinking out there in a judgment-free zone, that sort of thing. It's great, you know. So you just have to take the good with the bad. I do. I have not done like um, a full cold turkey Facebook. Like I'm going off Facebook for a couple weeks. Um, I have friends, Josh Austin, uh, the podcaster, and and you know many times on the podcasts, he took a couple weeks off where he was gone, and that was it was interesting because I I'm I talk with him pretty regularly on Facebook. And he was gone for a while, and I'm like, wow, I wonder what that's like. And, and he was just taking a break, you know. I think that's probably healthy. I know people that do that. I have not been able to, though, which tells me I'm a little bit obsessive about it. Like, I'm I'm interested to know what's going on, and there's that certain fear of missing out that I have. So, I don't know. Facebook kind of sucks, except that there's parts of it that are good. Do I need to be on it? No. I think the podcast would suffer if we didn't have a relatively strong presence on Facebook. But I also think we could do better in other platforms like Instagram or, you know, or Twitter, I guess. I don't really like Twitter. Instagram is pretty interesting. I like that because it's just, it's so visual. It's, it's that part's fun. Uh, but we're also, I know I've been talking about it. I am very excited about it. It's, it's close to launch. We're going to be revamping the dental hacks website and what's going to happen with that is it's going to be where we post our show notes. And I may start posting the show notes of the Alameda Experience there, too, because it's just going to be a great place to put information. So dentalhacks.com is going to, is going to change over pretty quick. We're having a, we have a great web design. Man, is it nice looking. Nice looking website. I, I would argue that the, it'll just going to be the, one of the two nicest looking dental-based content websites out there. And it's going to be right up there with Spears blog. Spears, Spears Digest is freaking awesome. I I'm not going to lie to you. We stole a little bit from that because it's really good looking. But anyhow, we're going to have lots of people that you have heard on the show. The people who are kind of in in the, oh, they've been on the brain trust in the past. They're regular. They show up at, at Voice of Dentistry meetings. They've been on stage with us, that sort of thing. We're going to have these people doing like a multi-author blog. So you're going to hear from all your favorites from the dental hacks and, 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 other, and other cool dental people. Shoot, if you have a good story you want to tell and you want to be part of this, I'd be happy to have you there. Just email me at Alan at meadfamilydental.com and we'll get you hooked up. We have a, our own little Facebook group of people that are starting to get content together for this killer website. Very excited. It's but it's just going to be at dentalhacks.com. It's nothing. It's not a new, you know, URL. It's just going to we've redesigned the site. So Jason and I are very excited about that. And that's going to be a great place to get good content out there. And yes, we're going to post stuff to Facebook, but also that's going to hopefully be a place where people land to read content and and get good stuff. So it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. I'm very excited about it. We got a lot of stuff going on like that. Um, like this class is really exciting that, that I'm doing, uh, in June, hopefully I'm going to go out there a day or two early before the course. And, and I'm hopefully going to be able to go to the Koi center and interview some people there. Um, got a lot of, it's really funny. This podcast thing has done something to me. I have opportunities now that I never would have had before. And I mean, I think it's easy to see that that's just because we've sort of made ourselves this platform that some people want to be on, or they want to kind of be you know, get their message out. And so people, we get invited to do a lot of cool stuff and I'm overwhelmed with the invitations. I'm not going to lie to you. I get, I have more offers than I can possibly take. If I did not have a family or children, I'd be traveling constantly. But I, but the bottom line is my wife doesn't love it when I just desert her with the kids for week on weekends on end. I get to do that a little bit, but not a lot. And, and I think that's only fair. Like she didn't sign up for me to be like jet setting around the country and doing fun dental stuff while she took care of the farm and the boys. So I can only travel so much. So for people who have invited me and I've had to snub you, I apologize, but 
maybe when my kids are in college, I'll be able to do more of that stuff if this is if this madness is still going on. But the podcast has has offered me a lot of opportunities that I didn't have before. So it's awesome that way. But I, I literally have a really hard time saying no to people, even though I'm not going to be able to do a lot of the things that, that are offered. That sucks. I really need to work on that. Uh, you know, my, my time in treatment and, and as a, someone who's a, you know, in 12 step recovery, there's a lot of work that I was able to do on myself, but I never got very good at saying no, well, especially an unqualified no, the kind of no where you just don't, I always feel like I have to explain myself why I'm saying no, instead of just saying no. And that's a weakness of mine. It's a problem. But, um, so these are all good things that are happening to me. I'm, Definitely rambling all over the place. You guys deserve better, but I, I just wanted to I wanted to give you something uh, to think about. Got some uh, some really great stuff coming up on the Dental Hacks podcast. I would love suggestions for what you what you would like me to do on the Alameda Experience. I have a bunch of people that I'm supposed to interview too. I just haven't set times up, so I'll be working on that too. So again, uh, go check us out at the Alameda Experience Facebook group. The password is Premier. Go check out that course on June first and second. In Tacoma, again, uh, spots are, are – there's probably not going to be spots. I'll bet you it'll be a week before the spots are sold out. Uh, so you call Tanya at one eight five five seven one two five three two seven, or email her at Tanya at BioClearMatrix.com. I would love to see you there. And like I said, spots are going fast. So if you think you might be interested, you better jump on it. And uh, we'll get back to like a normal kind of schedule with the Alameda experience. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. Email me at Alan at MeadFamilyDental.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. This is this is great. I love what, what we're doing here. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. 